0: this autumn morning in a world saddened by violence and suffering in a world struggling to make sense of the senseless and though our responses to life may differ yet we are connected by our yearnings for more peace peace in our own hearts and in the hearts of others We are called to bear witness to the beauty and the horror of it all and to remain open-hearted and open-minded with justice as our purpose and love as our guiding principle. Gathered together, a beacon of light and liberty and love shining out for all to see. So good morning, good morning everyone and welcome to Essex Church and to this our gathered community of Kensington Unitarians. We sit not in rows but in a sort of semicircle, a circle that I hope contains us all. May this circle hold as precious all that we bring with us this day. May we feel free here to be who we truly are. No need to pretend or put on appearances or a brave face. May today's music and silence, words and companionship help each of us to find that of which we are most in need. Let's take a moment of stillness now to connect more fully with ourselves. Tightening our awareness of being here now. Let's sense a connection with one another here in this space. And then let's widen that awareness out into the world. One people, one human race, one planet. Our chalice is lit this morning as it will be in thousands of Unitarian and Unitarian Universalist communities the world over and may it symbolise our commitment to causes of peace and justice and love. Dona nobis parchem and may that peace begin with us. our children's group are sensibly already down in the library enjoying themselves. And this is a completely inappropriate story for them and it's probably an inappropriate story for us. It's, it's another of those stories from dear old Mullah Nasruddin, the holy fool of Sufism, who manages to raise, doesn't he, deep issues for us all to consider through his own particular brand of foolishness and wisdom combined. And in truth, I'm not even sure what this story is all about. Maybe it's asking us to ponder identity. What is me and what is the other? It's called Leaving His Cells Behind Him. And it tells of Nasruddin having several friends to stay for a couple of days over the new year. And over dinner, he told them all about a new book he was reading on the new sciences, which showed how important bacteria had been. Bacteria had been to the evolutionary processes of this planet, And he continued by saying how we each contained, as we do, whole colonies of different bacteria. It's always an interesting thought, isn't it, as our stomachs gurgle. And then one of the guests asked, well, what is the difference between bacteria and cells? And another guest replied, well, cells are you, whereas bacteria are not. So Nazarene was puzzled by this and even more puzzled when he later read in that same book that on average each of us sheds 100,000 skin cells a day and that apparently accounts for most of the household dust that we're having to deal with. So he anxiously telephoned his friends who had returned to London and he inquired of the wife of the second guest. "How, How is your husband? Are you sure he's all right? Well, why are you so concerned, she replied. Well, he may not be aware of it, but 200,000 parts of him are still floating around my house. <laughs> and feel free to leave as much of yourself here as you might wish.
1: So I'm going to be leading us in a body prayer. There are many traditions that use uh, the body prayer. Um, to deepen our connection with the words that we're speaking, but also to help the body to embody the divine or whatever your words are for connection, peace, God. So I'm going to ask you to stand in a few minutes, but those of you who like to sit, please stay seated if you want and just be mindful that you're not standing in front of anyone. So it's going to be a call in return. So I'll speak it, then you return it, and then at the end we'll do it in silence. And you have a take-home one, so you can do it at home as well. So please stand. Maybe I'll go up here. Oh. So you don't need anything in your hands. You can relax. lift the body. You give yourself a little wiggle. You're here. Your feet are on the floor. And take a breath so I'll say the words first and then you repeat so, with all of creation with all, with all of creation, creation you feed my soul you feed my soul with every flower with every flower with every tree, and every tree every tree you feed my soul so you feed my soul with all the creatures of the earth with all the creatures of, of the earth the sky the sky and the, sea. and the sea you feed my soul. And you feed my soul with every person, with every person that, I meet. that I meet you feed my soul and, my soul. and I grow strong and I grow strong and wise and wise from your food from your food with all of creation with all of creation, you feed my soul. You feed my soul. With every flower, with every flower, and every tree, and every tree, you feed my soul. You feed my soul. With all the creatures of the earth, with all the creatures of the earth, the air, and the air, the sea, the sea, you feed my soul. You feed my soul. With every person, with every person that I meet, that I meet. You feed my soul. You feed my soul. And I grow strong and, I grow strong, and, wise, and wise from your food. From your food. Do it one more time. With all the creation. With all the creation you feed my soul. You feed my soul. With every flower. every flower, and every tree. And every tree. You feed my soul. You feed with all, With all the creatures of the earth, the sky, the, sky, the sea. The sea. You, feed my soul. you feed my soul, And I grow strong. And I grow strong and wise. And wise. From your food. From your food. And then once in silence. Thank you. and we'll just stay standing because we'll take us into our next hymn another prayer. that's another prayer okay yes.
0: sorry we've got another little extra bit of prayer time now sorry so do sit down everybody apologies for that Let's take that prayerful time into a, a deeper spoken prayer now. As I call on the spirit of life and love to be with us this day, with gratitude for, in our hearts for all we've been given, for the gift of life itself, for the sweetness of air after rainfall, for this moment of togetherness. And we know that in other places, for some people at this moment, there can be no sweetness. We think of those caught in violence over just this last week. In Beirut, in the Yemen, in Afghanistan, in Paris, and all the other troubled places that do not get a mention in our daily news acknowledge that loss of life and pray for those who are injured or bereaved let's honour to all those involved in their care and in the clearing the aftermath of any acts of violence And let's pray too for our world's leaders that they may not fall into simplistic and polarised thinking. But may instead be brave enough to acknowledge the complexities of life in our global community. And may we do what we can to pay attention to our own violence. Our own desire to get our own way our own inability to accept the other, our own fears and dislikes. For it is only by owning that which is disowned that wholeness and peace can be encouraged. So let us be the people who make connections, who reach out and who honour difference, this day and all days. Amen.
2: Walt Whitman, American poet, clearly loved bodies and sound. In his work, he so often explored what it meant to be human with our senses and our physical beauty and each of us with our unique expression of humanness. Here are just a few a extract, few extracts from some of his works first made famous by Robin Williams, the Robin Williams film, The Dead Poet Society. Words from Whitman's Song of Myself. The spotted hawk swoops by and accuses me. He complains of my gab and loitering. I too am not a bit tamed. I too am untranslatable. I sound my barbaric yawp over the roofs of the world. And here are just a few lines from Whitman's, I sing the body electric. The voice, articulation, language, whispering, shouting aloud, food, drink, pulse, digestion, sweat, sleep, walking, swimming, swimming, poise on the hips, leaping, reclining, embracing, arm curving and tightening, the continual change of the flex of the mouth and around the eyes, the skin, the sunburnt shade, freckles, hair, the curious sympathy one feels when feeling with the hand the naked meat of the body, the circling rivers, the breath, the breathing in and out, The beauty of the waist and thence of the hips and thence downward toward the knees. The thin red jellies within you or within me. The bones and the marrow in the bones. The exquisite realization of health. Oh, I say these are not the parts and poems of the body only, but of the soul. Oh, I say now these are the soul.
0: That that music we've just heard, sung by our choir, was written by Ludovico Viadana, an Italian composer and Franciscan friar, working in the late 16th, early 17th centuries. So that joyful sound was first heard some 400 years ago and has been sung by choirs throughout the centuries, bringing that message of rejoicing and trust. And though its message, its theological message may not be ours, yet I think our bodies can sense sense that uplift of faith that it brings. Now if it had been set in a minor key, the musicians tell me, its vibrations would have been different and we would have felt differently as we listened. I've heard the human body described as a tuning fork We are resonating all the time. We are picking up vibrations, not just through our ears, but through every cell in our body, apart from the cells we've left behind at home today (laughs) on the carpet. Jean Houston writes in her book, The Possible Human, music, like all sounds, comes through the air in waves that flow over the entire body and hair follicles, which are particularly sensitive. And I did not know that till I read that. Thank you, Sonia. She reminds us how many of us will shudder just at the very thought of chalk scratching on a a blackboard. It's not just our ears that respond, it's our whole bodies. We humans are amazingly sensitive creatures, aren't we? We know, don't we, how a word or a look or a line of music can lift or dash our spirits. We are emotional beings. Besides our physical senses and our thinking, we feel emotionally. And what we can feel is transmitted to our bodies and it can shift in a split second. I invite you to have a think about your last few days. Can you remember a sudden change in mood Maybe a text message you received or a piece of news heard or a phone call or a message left for you or something that someone did. A tiny example from from my own life on a busy tube journey on Friday night, all crammed in as we were. I was feeling gloomy about humanity And then a young man stood up and offered his seat to a pregnant woman and I instantly felt better. It was a little wave, a rippling wave of kindness had just gone through the carriage at that moment. So I hope you've all had a similar experience recently of being uplifted. Though in the nature of life, we'll no doubt have had just as many moments of being lowered, won't we? Because that is what it is to be human. So what we feel can shift quite dramatically in just a few seconds. Emotional beings that we are, we're capable of feeling happy, sad, agitated, irritated, amused, curious and furious, all in the space of five minutes. And we know that sound can be both a creative and a destructive force living as I do here on this busy road, I am so aware of the negative effects that traffic noise can have on me and I can imagine that some of you will have examples yourselves of negative sounds that affect your lives. Is Is anyone blessed with a noisy neighbour? Surely not. Surely not in London. Or, Or a dog that barks too much, or sirens on the streets giving us a sudden shock, or the sound of planes heading for Heathrow. We have to find ways to counterbalance these negative effects of sound, don't we? Perhaps get away from time to time and enjoy the peace of the countryside, or become adept at using music to drown out other sounds, or have your favourite earplugs. I can speak for hours on earplugs if any of you want any information. As Sonia and I planned today's service during the week, we realised that we share the belief that through more conscious use of sound and movement, we can improve our lives. And equally, we realise that we must never deny the reality that all of us at times will experience pain when movement is hard to make and when the only sound we want to make is a bit of a groan. That has to be acknowledged. But at their best, our bodies love movement, don't they? When we stretch or we dance, our bodies can readjust, realign gain a greater fluidity, resonate more with the rhythm of life itself. Movement and sound can help to lift our mood and can help us feel a greater connection with the world around us, which we're so seeking at the moment. So if we're feeling stuck, let's try moving our bodies more and making a sound. We just have to step, don't we, beyond our supposed limitations, our self-consciousness, our doubts and our fears and be prepared like Walt Whitman from time to time to go
1: Yah! <laughs> <laughs> and our closing prayers by John O'Donohue. May your body be blessed May you realise that your body is a
0: faithful
1: and beautiful friend of your soul And may you be peaceful and joyful and recognize that your senses are sacred thresholds. May you realize that
0: holiness is mindful, gazing, feeling, hearing, and touching. May your senses gather you and bring you home. May your senses always enable you to celebrate the universe and the mystery. And possibilities in your presence here. May you
1: be blessed.
0: Amen. Amen. Go well and blessed be.